0: Welcome, I'm Megan Smiley, and this is The Lawyer's Escape Pod. For those of you who've followed the rules, worked really hard to climb the ladder, but are looking around now and thinking, is this it? Is this my life? I hear you. You want more. You want freedom, fulfillment, purpose. But you don't really see how that's going to happen in the traditional work world. You're entrepreneurship curious, but it seems daunting and risky and sort of just unrealistic. In this podcast, I'm going to help you see just how possible it is to build a business and by extension, and really importantly, a life that you'll genuinely enjoy waking up to every morning. Hello, everyone. So this week's episode is a little different. Uh, I was a guest on the Solicitor podcast with Kiara woods uh, and the following episode is is sort of the audio from that that Kara has um, let me share on my podcast um, because it was a conversation that we both wanted to share with our audiences um, Kara and I connected some point last year um, just because of all of our commonalities and we've sort of become friends, and we, we touch base regularly and talk about sort of our businesses. And um, one thing we found out that we have a lot in common is sort of this woo curiosity. Um, and, you know, balancing our right brain sort of logical analytical selves with this openness to learning about ourselves through different modalities. And from talking with my clients and my friends, I don't think we're alone in this category. I think there is actually a lot of curiosity out there, but, you know, sometimes it feels like people have just jumped the shark and you're like, that is too intense for me. (laughs) So we wanted to have this conversation as two lawyer-brained people thinking through what, you know sort of astrology and tarot cards and uh, human design sort of means to us and how we use it to help learn about ourselves to try and um, understand how we walk through the world differently and even sort of sort of as a way to navigate potential life choices. So we've also in following this decided to, to uh, run a workshop series on exactly this topic. We're calling it the Inner Wisdom Workshop. Uh, We're going to have multiple uh, people come each week to speak on um, different modalities, which are, um, Kiara and I are going to be discussing intuition and meditation. We have a lawyer turned astrologer, we have a lawyer turned human design reader, we have a lawyer turned psychic medium, and we have a a hypnotist. Um, And so each session will be learning about that modality and then having sort of like an experiential apply it to yourself um, experience. So we're so excited. You know, is this the core of what either of us does in our business? No, but it just sounded fun. And I got the sense that there was um, some curiosity out there about this, just from like a very left-brained coming at it primer on what all this sort of woo stuff is about. So that's what we're chatting about in this episode. and um, if you're into this stuff, I'd love to have you join us in the workshop and I hope you at very least enjoy this conversation.
1: I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. So thank you for joining me.
0: Absolutely. I'm really excited for this conversation too.
1: Mm-hmm. So, we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the concepts we're going to explore in our forthcoming course, uh, which we're planning to launch in May. But the sort of purpose of this conversation today was just to like talk it out and I think kind of put on record in a way many of the conversations that we've already been having over I don't actually remember how long we've known each other but anyway I feel like like
0: a year it's probably like close to a year at this point. yeah Mm yeah
1: so and we were connected through the wonderful uh Lauren Kay who has been on this show who's our human design expert and uh I think you and I really share a lot of similar perspectives on a lot of the things we're going to talk about and I love that. It's somehow I found somebody that, uh, is in the club that felt like the club of one until
0: (laughs) I met you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think part of our purpose in having this conversation is that I suspect it's not even just a club of two. (laughs) Um, I know it's not a club of two. Um, no, for (laughs) sure. It's nice
1: to find your people. And I think, I think the, Um, we you know you and I have the law connection uh, Mm -hmm. and obviously the coaching connection which is which is awesome and you know I think through our conversations we've realized we also have this interest in exploring lots of different like tools and modalities that I think a lot of people would like call spiritual or woo-woo and uh, you know I myself have joked many times that I'm still coming out of the spiritual closet and I totally am like, it's just something I've been sort of secretly immersing myself in for like Gosh, like twenty years, um, but haven't been. Says the
0: woman who has a podcast called Soul Listener. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're out. (laughs) I'm out. I'm out. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) I'm out. Yeah.
1: So, um, just maybe to kind of kick off our conversation, like again, this is very informal. Um, but I think one of the things that we've explored and we were just talking about before we hit record was how maybe in our own minds, we distinguish our kind of version or our perspective on all of these things. And I'm gonna like hope that you can kind of reiterate what we were talking (laughs) about earlier. Yeah. Um, So I would just love to hear a little bit more about that.
0: Yeah. Well, let me like just preface this all by saying that, you know, I did not grow up religious or spiritual and, you know, like you, I was a lawyer. So you're very like grounded in sort of practicalities and logic and analytical thinking, all of which is great. Um, And I didn't really start exploring this, you know, the Wooniverse, (laughs) Until, that's not my word, word. there's this woman, Colette Baron reed that you should check out (laughs) if you want to, that's her her word, but um, until I got into entrepreneurship, um, Mm. because, partially because it a little bit puts you in this world, like, more people talk about it in this world, I find, than in law, but also because when you're at a moment of transition in your life, and looking for inspiration, and Sort of answers to the questions of what should I be doing with myself it almost sort of inherently takes you into thinking in in different ways and so that's how I kind of came to it but I think that where it took me and where I think it took you is to this kind of middle ground where we are finding value and some wisdom in in exploring some of these topics and leveraging some of these modalities. But it's like, we still have one foot firmly grounded in our lawyer brain, sort of, sort of logical analytical world. And so sometimes when you like get into these spiritual spaces, it's kind of, you're like, Whoa, that's a lot that's a bridge too far for me. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think where we are is navigating this idea that like, you know, you don't have to be all in or all out on anything. And even within, you know, all of these kind of woo modalities and even within any particular thing, whether it's like astrology or Uh, human design or a a number of other things we're going to discuss you get to pick like what you believe and what resonates with you and leave the rest there's no like you know belief police (laughs) out there and you know so i think that's kind of you know what we get into a lot is is discussing where you know where we're finding value and what we are taking away and what we believe while also you know feeling like there's still a big part of us that is very grounded.
1: Totally. Yeah. That's so well put. And yeah, thank you. I mean, maybe the better place to have started was kind of how you came into this, into this world, but you, you touched on that with coaching and everything. And, and I think, I mean, I will sort of back up there and I would like to hear a little bit more about what you have explored. Um, Mm -hmm. But you're very right. Like, I think it's that idea of somehow, reconciling these what sometimes to me have felt like diametrically opposed kind of pieces of me sometimes and I've really learned how to integrate those better I'm not all the way there uh, but that's probably the process is that integration of of for me you know, being a Taurus. I was just, just diving into astrology recently. Oh,
0: and I'm a Capricorn. So we've got our, we've got our earth energies. Earth
1: energy. (laughs) See, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I really feel that, like, I really Mm -hmm. feel that earth, earthiness, like grounded. I love sitting on the floor and I just, there's this kind of, I don't know. And so I need to stay in that place, um, and feel kind of safe I think um also yeah and then also use that discernment um to really you know explore and understand what's what's working for me and that's changed over the years and will continue to evolve but yeah it's an interesting I don't know about you but someone said to me before I went to law school they were like oh law school will change you And I was kind of like, "Mm, I kind of doubt that. And it it didn't change me in terms of my personality, but it really did change the way I approached the world, the way I thought, which was much more risk-verse. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of, you know, very analytical and that kind of thing. And so, again, it was sort of that reconciling, well, you know, how do I make sense of the fact that when I am in, for example, hypnotherapy session or, um, you know, doing different things, I actually feel very like seen, you know, heard and understood. And and it's, it's helped me. They've been such valuable tools in a very concrete, logical, helpful way. So, you know, there's kinds of these, these pieces that I'm still putting together, I think.
0: And there, you know, my, For me, I guess I would say sort of just very simple meditation was sort of my gateway drug, so to speak.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to hear Um, about that. So like your path.
0: Yeah, so, you know, I was a corporate lawyer and I quit that without actually a surprisingly small amount of drama in my mind. Um, But then after working at a, a law school for nine years and that wasn't it, in the process of trying to figure out what my next career step was, you know, going from practicing law to working at a law school, you know, it doesn't take a wild jump of, you know, your understanding of <laughs> how to make decisions. It's a It was a logical step. Maybe not the step everyone would take, but it was, it made sense to me. And if I told somebody else, they would think, yes, that made sense. Mm-hmm. But when that, when it became clear to me that that was not my forever career, and I started looking again, I was like, Oh god, every other job sucks. Like I'm just I I'm at the bottom of the barrel of logical ideas and I I know I can't stay here but I just don't know where else to look. It was some it was kind of from this place of sitting in a room and intellectually thinking about this is not solving this problem. And so mm-hmm. I started meditating and listen, this was like me just doing the headspace app where the guy teaches you how to just like imagine cars passing by you just really not spiritual, you know, particularly just quiet in your mind and then journaling. So that's kind of like the very beginning of where it started for me, um, was an attempt to access some level of like figuring things out (laughs) that, 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 the way I thought was not achieving. Um, and I think from there, uh, you know, it's as I then sort of, you know, tuned into what I would now call intuition. Um, I started to open up doors of possibilities in my mind that I just logically wouldn't have arrived at. Um, now, I think there's a whole conversation about the science behind things like meditation and intuition. Um so I know this is something we sort of talk about is there's also a range of like the wooiness <laughs> of things and I would put Scale meditation and like journaling and intuition like on a pretty grounded end of that spectrum. Um but as you get into that like I said it's a little bit of a gateway so then you're like, "Oh, mm-hmm wait, what, what would my astrology have to say about what my career should be? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, and sort of, then you start, and maybe you just think of it as kind of, well, that's a fun thing to know, but then you dig deeper. and, And that's a good example of like, you know, do I believe that the stars literally cause these things? I don't know, but I get some value out of my reaction or my interpretation two things. And I think that's true of a lot of the things that we'll talk about is you can you can get value from this new perspective without wholesale buying into the truth of the system as the people most deeply invested in those systems are.
1: Exactly. And in fact, you should use that yeah. discernment to figure yeah. out what works for you and yeah, exactly. But I think that I want to come back to your first point there which is so Key actually um, about that idea of you know when we often I mean and I don't think this is just for lawyers I think this is for most of humanity when we're trying to make decisions we are so often uh, looking externally for mm-hmm. the answers right yeah. and it it sounds a bit cliche to say it but I do believe that the answer you know air quotes is actually right. really found internally.
0: Yeah, I 100% believe that too.
1: And so when you can turn to that internal guidance, I think that because my gateway drug was meditation too. Um, (laughs) I think that's such a funny way of putting it. Um, (laughs) But I think that was what sort of shocked me about it was that there was sort of something I'd be like noodling on and head into a meditation without even sometimes consciously really thinking about it.
0: Mm -hmm. And then
1: coming out with a certain clarity I didn't have before.
0: Right. Because even scientifically, you know, only, I don't know what the exact number is, 15% of, of sort of what's happening in your, your brain is conscious. And then, you know, the other part is subconscious. So there's just a lot happening. And it's a question of whether you can access your own wisdom, you know, and it, I always liken it to that, that sort of experience I think a lot of us have of, you know, we're trying to figure something out. We're really like thinking about it. And then you're in the shower, taking a shower, you're like light bulb moment, you know? And that's just because you took the harsh focus of your conscious mind on it off and you let the wisdom of your subconscious come through. And I don't think that's woo at all. I think that's just science. Um, But I think it's not something that we, particularly as lawyers, are taught or encouraged to rely on in any way. So it feels like a very foreign way to incorporate problem solving.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, as a corporate lawyer, I can't imagine having said to a client, like, I'm just going to use my intuition.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Give me a minute. (laughs) I'm going to go meditate on your answer.
1: (laughs) 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 You're fired. Although
0: I, I, you know, that might be a whole new practice area out there for someone.
1: (laughs) You're right. We are right. We shouldn't judge that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. Um, There was something else you said, too, that I wanted to come back to. And, of course, now my mind is going blank. um, Oh, use your
0: subconscious.
1: Oh, (laughs) yes. (laughs) About um, the kind of, you know, like on on the woo scale that like meditation and and journaling are sort of those like, you know, kind of easy. I think, you know, they've come so much into the mainstream. Like it's it's actually shocking to me in the last what, 10 years, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, These, you know, the apps and.
0: Yeah. um, And even like, you know, I think even for lawyers in particular, I see stuff on LinkedIn regularly talking about, you know, meditation for lawyers. Um, I know you had a guest on who talked about that. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I think, I think you're right. Like that as a practice um separated from any spiritual element to it which you can either infuse or not infuse and i think it's the not infused version which is totally fine but that version of i think is very um accepted now as a um i think it's primarily used as like a stress processing device that lawyers are told to use because they're in this inherently very stressful situation they're like mm, here's a new thing you should meditate but we're still going to keep doing everything the same um but you know i think you could take it a level farther and and not just use it to like bring you to like you know like a level but to use it for inspiration and ideas and you know proactively kind of get things from it rather than just not be so stressed.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think I sort of push back a little bit sometimes around, and again, we see this in the legal profession around like stress reduction, or even like being more efficient and being more productive. And I'm like, oh, oh like, don't even. That's a whole rant to
0: go on on productivity. <laughs> yeah, uh, so
1: I'm. Yeah, I yeah. just like push back on that, but then you know. um I could think of like a hundred different examples, but you know that meditation, I mean, it's we in North America have discovered it quite recently, but of course it's been around for right. many, many years. But, right. But also that in you know it's being used um like as an example. Um George Mumford uh taught meditation to the Chicago Bulls and the LA Lakers.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: and, yeah. And like seriously improve, like Michael Jordan.
0: Oh yeah. They've done studies on visualization too, which isn't what we're talking about, but similar in that there are these modalities that sound kind of airy fairy up in the, in, in the sky, but they've done studies that they took basketball players who trained physically and then basketball players who they just had run through all the plays in their head. And then people who did nothing Uh, And the people who did nothing performed in the game worse than the other two groups, but the the group that physically trained and the group that mentally trained were almost indistinguishable in their, in their performance. So that's how effective visualization can be. Um, So I do think that there's also this line of science is catching up with some of these practices.
1: Yeah, absolutely. For sure. And I actually, I mean, I could do a whole, episode on this. I'm so fascinated by the use of meditation and visualization in sport. Like Mm -hmm. I very, very briefly played competitive tennis. And I think had I had some of the tools that I have now in terms of staying in the present moment, Mm -hmm. um, right. Not letting like past points and past matches haunt you. Um, And, and just, yeah, with that focus piece and things like that, I, I, you know, I I just see so many benefits there. So I love that it's come into the mainstream. And we do see it all around us. And I think that's, that's great. Um, I don't love this, like, let's use it as a tool to be more productive and like not change the systems in which, you know, we yeah, exactly. struggle, but um yeah, there's so many. And I and I wonder for how many people I mean we'll never know, but for how many people has that perhaps opened a bit of a channel into thinking about things a little differently.
0: Yeah. I suspect I suspect quite a few because I I know you and I know quite a few lawyers who you know are sort of curious about these spaces or you know, as we're going to talk about, like, actively having (laughs) businesses that are, you know, whether it's meditation, or astrology, or human design, or hypnotherapy, like people who are really kind of even deeper into this stuff. Um, And I think that's why it's a topic we're interested in is to see sort of how this is evolving, and how we're all leveraging these, these tools.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So from meditation, Mm -hmm. uh, what, where have you gone from there?
0: Um, so I ended up in this, it was when I was doing interior design and I ended up in this kind of weekend immersion, online immersion thing, which I I signed up for because I, it was, I thought it'd be strategic and it was strategic, but they wove in all of these, um, meditations and that, that had a little bit of spirituality and, and really, um, kind of this idea of like, who are you? And shouldn't that be a part of like how you design your business? And that got me really thinking um, more about how these things can be very practical use. Um, And then when you find yourself in rooms with people who are kind of going going there and then doing like breath work that was some of what we we did in in those sessions although i i don't think i had that word at that time um then you you know then someone throws out like you know like we just did oh like that's interesting about you what is your sun sign or you know and then and then you're thinking about this and um so i think probably astrology and then not that far behind i mean i knew yeah you know, i could have told you a long time ago I was a Capricorn Uh, but then I learned I was like oh but I'm a Sagittarius rising Scorpio moon yeah (laughs) (laughs) and like got more into it Um, and then human design I ran into human design and that has elements of astrology but also elements of like if you look into the origins of it it's like this is crazy. <laughs> I am just like, okay, this is just like a download from somebody. Um, How so?
1: Like, I actually don't know. I mean, oh, it's um, like in terms of the origin.
0: There's some dude and they're like, this system is just, he downloaded it. So like, I don't know. I'm skeptical of all of, I, I'm a little skeptical of it to say the least. But what I'll tell you is. Wherever it came from, it has told me a lot about myself. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. So there are different categories of people. And it it is based on your birthday. So that's the sort of part that's like astrology. But they categorize people. And I am what's called a projector. Whereas the majority of people are generators. There are other types, but for this conversation I'll just say those two and the generators are kind of like have a constant source of energy and they can sort of show up They're they're the people that you know working eight hours a day just kind of comes naturally to they just have a constant uh, engine whereas projectors energy comes much more in waves Um, and we're not meant to really be like doers it's more like guide like okay here are my ideas and here's my advice like you go off and do it so, whether or not it's because this system is true, or it's when I was born, it is absolutely true of how I function. And um, recognizing that there's nothing wrong with me and that I'm not lazy, that I'm just in the spectrum of humans, someone that functions a little bit more with wave energy than with constant energy, especially because in you know, our capitalist society, it is expected that everyone should function with constant sources of energy. Mm -hmm. Um, That was just really liberating for me um, to sort of have that proposed to me as an option of of a way to accept myself. Um, For sure. And so I find it very valuable and I can decide that, you know, I'm not sure I'm wholesale sold on like the origins of it, but I still find value in it.
1: Totally, yeah. yeah. That's a really good point to make, right? Again, yeah. you don't sort of have to like buy into the whole thing, right? You can sort of, yeah. you know, have a maybe a healthy level of skepticism about some yeah. of these things, and that's like that's fine, and that yeah, you know, right? Um, but it helped you, like, helped you, yeah, understand. It yourself. helped me
0: understand. It also very from a very practical level, um, at, it helped me like plan out how I work. Right. Like I'm like, okay, you know what? There's some days and you don't have to be a projector. This is probably just true of anybody. It's just like, there are days that are just, it's not the vibe. It's just not the vibe. Um, And then there's some days that I'm like inspired and lots of things are flowing. And rather than fighting that, I embrace it. Yeah. But that is a, it's very hard to function like that in the system that we live in. It's hard to just go to a job and be like, you know what, it's just not, it's not my day. I'll be back yeah. tomorrow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I learned my type so in human though, design. Yeah. And uh, I'm <laughs> okay, okay, okay with it. Right. You know.
0: And so yeah. I just think these are ways of getting a new perspective on yourself that helps you sort of look around. And, and it, for me, moments of transition of like, what am I doing with my career? Being like, okay, I think it's important for me to build a build a life where I can function like that and not try to for force sure. my square peg into a round hole. Yeah. The other way around. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, and I yeah, and I think when you talk about that makes me think about like I don't know if back in the day you did like the Myers Briggs, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah, yeah, I was for the first time I did that, I was like, whoa. Like yeah. I I answered, you know, I don't know how many it was quite a few questions, yeah. but then I read my type and I was like, yeah. holy like it was so helpful. Like I was just like, okay, like this just yeah. makes so much
0: sense. And, and I think that one and a few others, at least they're based on like questions that you answer. So I think on on the spectrum of woo it's like low. Yeah, no, <laughs> If, if, if it's I don't zero, think at maybe? all. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, so that's what I was going to say. Like, I feel yeah. like that, you know, that was the first step in sort of doing something yeah. where I was like, oh, okay, like I really understand myself. Yeah. But then, you know, exploring these other things like human design, astrology, it's that yeah. next level. The source is, though, totally different, right? Myers-Briggs is... I don't know, psychology 101, right? Right, like, right. Industrial yeah. psychology, I guess. Um, and that feels very like safe and secure and right quote unquote, normal. Um, and we can all talk about our Myers Briggs type at the office and no one's right. gonna blink an eye. They they might have 50 years ago. Um yeah, right, right. Things now, evolve.
0: Yeah, things evolve and change. So yeah. I mean, know. I could also get into a whole spiel about you know a lot of whether it's astrology or um sort of tapping into your intuition and trusting it for making real like we were laughing at making business decisions based on intuition but it's i think in in the system we work in sort of left-brained more Uh, masculine approaches to things are what is considered normal and professional. Whereas for millennia, there have been these more right-brained, quote unquote, feminine ways. And I don't say that to mean gendered. I just mean sort of Mm -hmm. descriptively. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And they're just not, they're just not valued in our society as, as at being as meaningful sources of wisdom as your intellect and left brain stuff. And I think there's space to examine whether we're discarding these things because of the structure of our society, not because they're inherently like foolish.
1: Exactly. Yeah. A thousand percent agree. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that's sort of the, the essence of sort of, I was going to say like almost deprogramming ourselves a little bit from that like category of like, well, things that are based in like science and psychology. And um, it's, I always get left and right mixed up, which is the more, the the...
0: left brain is more analytical side and right is the more sort of creative flowy side.
1: Right. So that left, you know, really sort of putting that at the top of the hierarchy in terms of what we can count on and depend on and then that other stuff is is again like you know kind of wishy-washy and when I agree with you I think we should actually half the time I think we should turn that on its head because I do feel like I have made better decisions in my life (laughs) using the those tools that have really tapped into that like inner wisdom and intuition and call it what you will a lot of people talk about your higher self and things like that but i I truly believe in that.
0: Yeah, concept. right. Yeah. And that's like sort of the string is like, you know, it could just be your intuition or maybe if you do feel more spiritual, there is sort of like a higher level to that. But you mm-hmm. can choose where on that spectrum feels right to to you to still, rather than discarding the entire, you know, attempt to access your, your intuition. And we're just not taught how to do that. It's not to say that the analytical side is to be, you know, I think it's useful and we mm-hmm. should use it but especially as lawyers we are not at risk <laughs> of not having that part going full force right yeah the hard thing is to access the other part the more intuitive side because we just we haven't been taught to it's not a muscle that we've built
1: for sure. And that yeah. that trust piece. Like I I spoke about that with uh Melanie and Ellen when they came on this show mm-hmm. about self-trust and cultivating that. And what are the different yes. ways we can cultivate that self-
0: Yeah, I love trust. that. Yeah. I love that. You know, because I don't know if you come with when I work with people, I do find a lot, it's that thing you said that they're looking for outside answers and outside sort of <clears throat> validation for their decisions. Um yeah. where both the idea and the validation is better coming from yourself mm-hmm. and, and it's it, that self-trust piece.
1: And I think with age, at least in my, um, my personal experience, I have allowed myself, uh, you know, that permission, like it's good enough that I've walked into a job interview and walked out and just been like, it's a no. I just yeah. have this intuitive, yeah. really strong feeling, yeah. and that's enough. I don't have to like have ten logical reasons why you know right. this is right. a fit. It's just I right I can trust that, and it's right. and it's enough. But yeah. that's taken a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said that so many of these things that, you know, these tools, which I guess we, you know, we've sort of jumped into them already, but Mm -hmm. this idea that it's really, they, they help us help us understand ourselves. They help us connect to our own intuition and wisdom, you know, because I sort of, I've explored so many different things throughout the last like 20, 25 years. And I've often kind of wondered why do some things resonate and some things don't. And even in certain Times of my life. Like, I think if I went back and did certain things that I did when I was 20, they might not resonate in the same way. Yeah. And had I done sort of some of the things I've explored later in life, it would have been way too much. Like, I just wouldn't have been able to.
0: I mean, (laughs) I went to this breathwork session, this like breathwork Reiki energy healing session the other Mm -hmm. week, like here in San Diego. And I just, I was kind of laughing to myself. I was like, me, even five years ago, would have been like, what is happening? You yeah, know what? <laughs> yeah.
1: And here we are.
0: Uh, yeah. And how was it? Yeah. I really enjoyed it, you know. And 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 again, it's like, do you know, you get to decide whether you think this person is literally healing your energy, or if it's just a moment to be quiet and with yourself and reflective, you know. Um, but you know, I think what I'm finding is just being open-minded to if something makes you feel better, like also, like, does it matter? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Like a little delusion is okay. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Well, Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, just it's a, I don't know if it's, yeah, you know, I just think, I think there are different ways that things can help you and being open-minded to what, what resonates and what, you know, maybe you don't have to know why it made you feel better, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. Maybe we don't have to know why. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think something that switched in me a little bit and I, you know, I grew up like you like not in a religious home at all but I had been actually ex- exposed to it a little bit here and there and it never really sat well with me I just was sort of resistant to it and so l- a little bit late like sort of you know early 20s um when I was introduced to concepts that were a bit more spiritual I really pushed back against them because I I was just in this kind of headspace of just being yeah. more skeptical about yeah. about that kind of stuff and that's that's fine but I've, I've often thought to myself, like <clears throat> I, my wish sometimes I think for people is to gently lay down the skeptic, just, you know, in a way that's, yeah. that's safe and still true to who you are, but just, could you, could you be open to some of these different paths and different modalities? Like, yeah, and like you said, if, Maybe we don't understand how it works. Um, in fact, I would say I pretty much don't understand how any of the things work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um,
0: exactly.
1: I know that I've like had these sort of trans transformational experiences. That's really, I think, what it's come down to. Not every single time I like sit down and meditate. I'm not transformed, but I I yeah. have had some really different and interesting experiences that I really can't explain. Yeah. So,
0: you know, I think there's, um, I mean, this gets a little esoteric, but, you know, when you're in a meditative state, you're in a different state of consciousness than you are sort of functioning in your normal day. And I think whatever that means to you, it's just a different state of consciousness and you're getting different things coming to you. Um, And so there are different ways of accessing different types of consciousness. You know, there's this, a lot of discussion about, you know, psilocybin and different, Mm, different sort of, you know, medical plants and, and, and the healing properties of, of those different, you know, states of, of consciousness and experience Um, some of which like can be explained by science and maybe some of which can't, but, you know, if you're a deeply addicted to drugs and you go do this thing and it breaks that pattern for you, does it really matter? (laughs) You know? And so Mm -hmm. I just think being open-minded to, you know, experimenting with some things, you know, going with what works. I mean, I'm not telling everyone out there to like go do drugs, but just, (laughs) (laughs) although I, and I have told this story a lot of times. I, I met with a, career coach early in my like, what am I doing with my life? And I picked her because she was a little like holistic. And she's like, I'm just getting this very strong sense that have you ever done ayahuasca? I, I just feel like my intuition is telling you to. And I was like, I was so desperate at that point. I was like, how do I get to Peru as fast <laughs> as possible? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but I was like, but I'm not against it. I, I just think it's like, Being open-minded and, you know, trying some of these things and seeing what resonates with you, um, but not being so quick to judge everything as, you know, Oh, these people are just crazy. (laughs)
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I fully plan on doing... I hope what I hope are multiple episodes on psychedelics and all the many benefits. I'm just, I'm fascinated. And I I happen to live in a city with a university that has actually launched one of the first programs to teach like people in healthcare, how to administer psychedelics for mental health um, or mental, mental illness. And um, yeah, I'm just fascinated. But a part of that piece is, and I was just talking to a friend of mine the other day about this um they're using psychedelics with people who have been diagnosed with terminal illnesses and how to make peace with that diagnosis and yeah. there's a lot of spiritual elements that when people talk about their experiences yeah. in this treatment yeah. um that can't really be explained but is offering them so much healing and support and help yeah that right right I'm like good enough like
0: (laughs) right right exactly Um, Um, yeah yeah, I think it I think it's hard it's it's also just different than like you know we both weren't raised with any sort of dogmatic religion Mm -hmm. um and that would not appeal to me because I'm like "Mm," it's it's my still my sort of analytical ground itself is like don't you can't tell me what I believe and you can't tell me the rules I want to figure it out I want to figure out what's true for me yes and it may be some weird mix and match project and that's okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah it may not be internally coherent to even explain what I believe and why I believe it (laughs)
1: Yeah. So actually, that's a question I have for you. Like, do you, do you feel like your kind of your evolution in this, in this space has come as a result of just experiences and just like how you feel and like, how has that kind of evolved for you?
0: Yeah. I think it's like, you know, step-by-step you, you, you know, you see, okay, like, Meditation is really having a positive effect on me. And then, um, you know, accessing my intuition and, and even like the astrology and the human design stuff, I'm like, it really did help me put together the picture of me, um, some of, you know, like I took strengths finder, I took the Enneagram, mm-hmm. looking at my astrology, looking at my human design, when you put all that together, it actually takes, tells a very strong story about how I function in the world. And that is super useful when trying to design a career or design a life that suits you. Um, but then, so when you feel like, oh yeah, these are, these are interesting and they're serving me. And then you're like, you know, you're in rooms with people talking about human design. They're like, Oh, well, you know, have you tried this or that? And I think it's just, um, it's been, it's just been sort of keeping an open mind and, and experimenting and seeing, you know, and learning, you know, some of the stuff, like I said, like when you dig into it, like I know, you know, you were talking about hypnotherapy and you could say that it's just kind of, Brainwashing yourself to like say things, but also it's rebuilding neural pathways in a way that serves you like intentionally, right? So that's a whole other line of kind of um, stuff that I'm interested in as well. So I'm not Mm -hmm. sure I'm answering the question, but I think it's just, I find that once you're open minded, you end up in spaces talking to people that open your eyes to other things. And then you go try those things and you, you know, either you're into it or you're not into it, mm-hmm. but um, that's how it's gone for me. I don't know about you.
1: Yeah. Very, yeah. Very yeah. similar kind of, un. Unf- I would say, I was going to say unfolding, but it's not even actually been that elegant. It's been more
0: like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like more chaotic. Because it's not, work it out. isn't internally coherent. That's like my point is like, if you're waiting for it to like all come together and make sense, like there's a textbook of how all of these things work, you're not, that's not going to, you're not going to find that probably.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think yeah. uh, what we're, I mean, if I can speak for the both of yeah. us, like, I think what we're hoping to do with the course is like, yeah. just. It's like a kind of a buffet, like, yes, try some things, see what you like, what you think sounds interesting, and you know, like, t- sort of take what you want and yeah, what exactly. you don't. And but I would have personally loved something like this.
0: I <laughs> um, know, uh, I know, I uh, like, we're day. like, we just think this sounds fun and we would have wanted it, so we're building it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, should we talk about maybe
1: some of the things? We yeah, were gonna... yeah, for sure we're going to dive into. So we were, I mean, we're not quite, we're not sure what the order is going to kind of unfold. Um, That'll sort of relate to. So we're going to bring in a few guest speakers, a couple of whom have been on this show and, and on yours, I think. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And so we were going to sort of, I think open it up with what we were talking about in terms of those kind of personality what do you call them tests and assessments
0: assessments that's a good
1: word yeah. yeah like the enneagram and there's one you really like what is that uh, oh
0: a uh, sparkotype i it's i i just did a whole post on that that's for for oh. linkedin tomorrow yeah
1: oh um, perfect the yeah. so i like i like the spark
0: uh yeah it's just a it's another one but i just find that uh it's like pretty digestible yeah
1: it's really di- i yeah. i find it very digestible and again yeah when I did it, it, was quite accurate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Piece of the puzzle. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. So I think that's a really nice place to start. Um. And then, you know, we'd like to talk a bit about meditation and maybe I think you're going to lead us through, through one, which would be yeah. great.
0: And I sort of think of meditation and intuition as being a bit intertwined and related. So covering kind of both of those
1: together. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Again, it's yeah. like, How do we, like, I do have moments, I will say, in my day where I'm not stopping to do a meditation, but I am actually stopping and thinking about, you know, what my intuitive self is actually kind of thinking and feeling. And like, where am I at? I do actually do those check ins a lot more frequently than I think I'm even aware of. Like, I think I just, you know, but I, it's again like exercising that muscle like you said yeah 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 so um and then hypnotherapy is something and it's I was yeah hypnotherapy so we're gonna have Ali um oh my gosh I'm blanking on her name Ali Mary Epp uh and she is amazing um what I will say about hypnotherapy though is my experiences in that realm like I think it's important to say kind of that even when you just say hypnotherapy, it's so broad. Like, yeah, yeah. I've seen. different And also, people are
0: like imagining you <laughs> hanging a pocket watch in front of your eyes and just yes, like the
1: stage taking also. you over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, actually a really important point. Actually, yeah. I think with all of these, like, yeah, anytime you're seeing a practitioner, yeah. you want to feel safe and. Yeah. In control of like yeah. what's, what's going to happen, and any good yeah. practitioner will, yeah, um make you feel that way. But um with hypnotherapy, yes, it's not the stage—you know, doing tricks on the stage in front of an audience, which just sounds so horrible to me. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> what
1: we will not be doing that. You'll not be <laughs> doing that, um, <laughs> but just that. Uh, what hypnotherapy for me has actually, and sometimes I would question, like, if it was like. Traditional, I don't think even it really was, it was a lot more visualizations, um, mm-hmm. yeah, kind of goal setting stuff actually, but walking yeah. my way through that,
0: hmm. um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and
1: kind of going on little journeys,
0: yeah. And I have also done it in the sense of like just kind of repeating beliefs that you want to hold because we yes. we spend a lot of time consciously or unconsciously actually sort of like wire hypnotherapizing ourselves with like, you can't do that. You're not good enough. Um, you know, people are going to judge you. You're actually doing that to yourself all the time. And what I see this as is trying to counter that with some more, like helpful, helpful ideas that actually serve you and where you want to go that's kind of how I also is another way I have seen it yes used.
1: that's such a good yeah. yes absolutely yeah that belief yeah. system and the yeah subconscious um yeah I feel like I've that's those experiences have definitely been I would say transformational for me like I have carried that forward. Like there's one thing where it's sort of like you feel amazing in the moment or on the, like in the session and that's great, but it's another thing to really carry that forward in your life and be able to practice it and kind of feel that. And so, yeah, that's such a good point. I think so much of hypnotherapy can address those, um, those negative beliefs that really, we just, you're right. Like we're drilling, we're drilling those negative beliefs into our head, right all day every day most of us you know um right, to right. a certain extent and so like yeah. how can you kind of you know come address that counter and come, that uh, yeah. counter it yeah um my first <laughs> I'll get really woo-woo here for a moment my first hypnotherapy experience um was actually with like it was actually more of like a shamanic experience. Mm-hmm. And we did like Akashic Records and oh, yeah. went on like this really. Yeah, there's intense... a thing I had
0: never heard about before. Oh yeah. I got Ka- into this Akashic Records. Go look it up. Yeah. I'm like, I <laughs> I'm can't. I'm not even sure I could explain. <laughs> no.
1: Yeah. Me too. Um and so, but it was just so funny because I actually still remember the day very clearly. I was like, oh, like I would have treated the appointment. Like I was going to like physio or something. So then like, I, I had like a dinner planned for after and, you know, all this stuff. And yeah. I came out of that session and I was just completely like, just done. Like I was just, you know. Yeah. Um, right. Right. Like exhausted. it's, little, it,
0: it's, it's like, there is something that happens. Yeah. Yeah yeah Emo- yes emotional yeah, yeah exactly
1: yeah. so however yeah. you want to I felt like it was a energetic shift but I also think there was a lot of like emotion tied into it and all yeah. that kind of stuff so yeah. that was my original experience and um understanding of what <laughs> therapy was. yeah I yeah. since, you know it's it's I've seen different practitioners and it's been very different like I said but yeah. I think it's just coming back to that point where like you know, we're going to kind of offer up some of these tools, and like, here are some ways you may want to access them and use them. Yeah. But every, yeah, and take every it where you want to take it. Yeah. Take it where you want to take it. Yeah. And every practitioner is going to do things a little bit yeah. differently. So, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um. What else? Human design, which I think mm-hmm. you're like, I, I mean, Lauren came on the show and we had a great conversation about it. And we did a session too. I'm a
0: manifesting generator. Mm-hmm. Yep. So and- that's like the the generator energy, but t- typically manifesting generators, um, I think one of their telltales is they have a lot of interests. And yeah. <laughs> they're like multipassionate. That's kind yes. of the stereotype of that group. Totally. Yeah. Which I think is true of you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Although I really do relate to what you were saying about the ebbs and flows with the energy though. Like there really yeah. are days where I'm just like, no, it's yeah. not. not happening today like at all yeah um yeah and i'm yeah but um i think it's yeah i was interested in and um lauren and i didn't get into the sort of the history of it but i was intrigued by the obvious connections to astrology like Mm -hmm. you know your birth date and all that kind of stuff so i was like oh that's this is just a different approach and i thought it was interesting
0: yeah yeah it is and she'll fill us all in on sort of you know if you've never heard about it it's a great opportunity to kind of like human design 101
1: yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and i hadn't heard of it until i came across yeah. it i was like what? yeah i thought i'd heard of everything yeah, <laughs> yeah. um and, and then, then astrology. just astrology yeah. yeah which i think um,
0: with, with Jen McKee, um I mean, I think that's, that one's like one most people are like vaguely aware of. I think most people kind of like know what their sun sign is, Um, but, but digging a little bit deeper into it and talking, you know, there are sort of, um, I know Jen's going to talk about, there are parts of your chart that are a little tied to like your purpose and your career Mm -hmm. and, you know, using those to kind of spark thoughts and ideas for you if that's where you are if that's the transition you're in
1: totally yeah before coaching was even on my radar at all yeah my astrologer said and yes I do have one um yeah. said that like he I have it in a recording Andrew from I don't know how many years ago yeah. and he was talking about he was like I'm not sure if you're gonna be like dealing with people in grief but he was like like grief grief and transitions and like I'm like oh yeah that's that's exactly where I ended up but I it was just fascinating to me that wasn't yeah you know on my radar that
0: sort of part of my chart is also fascinating because it's like law higher ed and spirituality (laughs) oh there we go oh my god check 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 no way yeah. yeah isn't
1: that crazy that is crazy <laughs> yeah i love it i
0: love it yeah
1: um and then yeah and then maybe we're we're gonna oh, yeah. get into a bit Hopefully of the, get
0: a, a psychic cards
1: or yeah. And cards yeah something
0: yeah we're still working it out but something I'm all, fun
1: i'm all about the <laughs> cards yeah something fun. i
0: am too you know i i um, i have this like oral oracle deck card actually that's the woman Colette Baron reed if you're at all interested in it go to her website and you can like just pick a card on- online and I don't know like I don't know I just pick one and then it says something and you go to the little booklet and but like dang if it doesn't sort of give you some insight mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah
1: yeah it's wild I've yeah. had so many unexplainable experiences with cards yeah. um but yeah. i do think like again the skeptic and you can just be like you know what i'm like maybe it was just like a message and i can find a way to make that apply to my life right like yeah depending on but the also part-
0: who cares like i think part of it is that yeah it the way you interpret it is it's helping you access that internal wisdom that we have a hard time accessing and if it's just yeah. a portal to sort of open that up for you it doesn't have to be mystical in your mind if it, if that doesn't sit right, totally. it can still be of use.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 No, I'm, Yeah, I'm developing like a card addiction. I have like, so like, oh I my, have too got, many.
0: I have two or three sets now.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I, I will say actually the one, one of my kind of like a challenge I'm setting for myself is that I would really like to start doing card readings for people yeah. I want to like I really want to explore that and I keep saying that but I'm like I want to kind of try that with people I don't know that well <laughs> so right right yeah like, I guess that's hey. the
0: real test
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah I, that's next yeah. on my list but yeah. yeah but there's like there's so many I feel like you and I when we were planning this course we were like we were just kind of thinking about like the greatest hits kind of
0: <laughs> Like yeah. where we
1: could you know like what were some of the big you know pieces of, of like different things right that it's sport. not
0: totally comprehensive but it's a couple of the bit, you know the big pillars that we were thinking of yeah
1: yeah and I think woven through all of that is like is energy and intuition and mm-hmm. wisdom and and all of these things and um I'm just excited to well, I'm just excited to like talk about these things and explore them even more. And it's I'm I'm genuinely like so thrilled uh, to have like some of the people that we're gonna have come yeah. and talk. Like yeah. I think
0: it's just I mean I'm so excited to go to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I we should say like you know it's gonna be an introduction to these modalities with sort of the context of how you can use them to learn more about yourself and then leverage that knowledge to help you navigate. It could be your career. It could be other life decisions. It could just be like how you function in the world, but that's kind of the concept of it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just really excited to um, see like I don't know I don't even want to put any pressure on on anyone but just I'm, I'm I'll am i be curious to see if at the end of the course someone is kind of like wow like I you know that wasn't on my radar at all and I had a chance to explore that or you know whatever yeah. but just like sort of opened up some some different channels like we we're saying, yeah so. yeah
0: for sure yeah well I think it's gonna be fun
1: yeah me too I know <laughs> it's just gonna
0: be fun I know I know we like just sort of we're talking about it, we're like we're doing this because we just want to <laughs> which is really the best reason to do that yeah so that's awesome well
1: I'm so excited to be um doing this with you and we will um we will figure out all the details around like registration and all that good stuff and announce it um when we get to it and yeah is there anything else you want to I think
0: so I think we covered a lot yeah, me too. And time yeah. went by so fast. This is I really know. It's a good sign. I like how we're like, should we plan this out or should we just talk? It was like, yeah. I think we can just pretty much talk. <laughs> we, can <just> talk. <laughs> we can talk for another hour. <laughs>
1: yeah. But um, Well, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, and, uh, it's always so fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay.